0: welcome to the drone to 1k podcast where we learn how successful drone entrepreneurs launch their businesses so you can too and now your host david young hello everyone welcome to the drone to 1k podcast i am your host and founder of drone launch academy david young thank you so much for tuning in and listening today uh, we are on interview number three of ten for season one of the Drone to 1K podcast. Uh, and if this if this is your first time listening in, a uh, quick description of what this podcast is about. So the Drone to 1K podcast is where we interview other drone entrepreneurs who have started a drone service business that is now doing at least $1,000 a month or more in revenue. Um, we set that threshold because we wanted to include people include people who are doing side hustles uh, but wanted to make sure they at least had achieved some level of success to share with the rest of you who either may already have a drone business and are looking for ideas and other inspiration to grow further, or maybe you're just researching, thinking about that you might want to get into drones, start a drone service business, uh, and you're just interested in hearing other people's stories. So we have gone out and sought to bring you interesting stories from all over the country of different people who have started drone businesses in different niches from real estate marketing to construction to mapping, all sorts of things. So today we have Bill Holderby of Eagle Eyes UAS. He is in Florida, where we are from, although we don't know him personally, he's a couple hours away from us. Uh, But I really enjoyed this interview. It's a little bit different than some of the previous interviews we've done Typically, we had seen people start off more in the real estate photography niche and then kind of working their way into other areas. Uh, well, Bill took a little bit of a different approach compared to those others uh, and kind of went straight for some larger clients and looking at more inspection work. Since he's in Florida, we had some hurricanes a few years back and he started diving in after those. There was a lot of damage to homes and structures. so. I don't want to ruin it for you, but I'll let Bill take it from there. Uh, But I just really love the creative ways he was able to go out and get clients and think about how to attract the right clients and how to go market himself. He's really big on making sure that you are educated and that you can communicate to the client on how you can provide value to them and how what you're doing benefits them. Because with drones, uh, it requires a lot of education because people aren't as used to drone technology uh, in different industries. They they may not know how it can help them. So he gives some great info on how to kind of educate your clients on, hey, here's why you need this, here's how this can help you. So it's really uh, great to hear that. And I think that'll be really beneficial uh, for a lot of you. And uh, he shares a lot of details, a lot of numbers on how much he charges, how much he's making, how he's found clients, what clients he looks for, um, how he... Begin his business. He just walks us through the whole thing. It's great, so I really appreciate him talking. Uh, And again, I wanted to let you know uh, that we are going to take applications for season two of the podcast. uh, Hopefully, coming out late fall, early winter of 2019. So, if you have a drone business that's making at least thousand dollars or more a month, uh, feel free to apply. We'll put a link for that on our website in the show notes. Uh, And we look forward to reviewing your applications. And if you have someone that you know that would be a good fit for the podcast, feel free to send that to them as well. All right. Here we are with Bill Holderby. Today with us on the podcast, we have Bill Holderby of Eagle Eyes uh, UAS. Thanks so much for uh, coming on to the podcast,
1: Bill. Oh, it's my pleasure, David. My pleasure.
0: Oh, great. So, um like people might know by now, this podcast, uh, the goal is to kind of capture some of the stories of how other successful drone pilots uh, or drone pilots that are, you know, in business and are actually making uh, a, a decent amount of money. We we ask people uh, for if to apply if they're making a thousand dollars a month or more on the side with their drones. So if they met that level, we want to hear your story, how you got started, any challenges that way other people um, can know what's possible and kind of maybe avoid some pitfalls or save some time if they're starting up a drone business of their own. So with that, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you first, uh, got into drones?
1: Okay. Well, I won't go back too far, but, uh, uh as I always say, and even in my bio that I give out to people, sometimes I've always been kind of a techno nerd and, um, I was working a project here in Florida several years ago um, actually about eight years ago and came across a guy who was a professional pilot. Didn't uh, end up doing any business with him but uh, you know when you meet somebody you think is worth knowing and keeping you, you never know. So I. Uh, kept that information, and then when I moved over to the area where he lives, I was kind of commuting at that time, uh, looked him up and I said, hey, what are you doing? And he told me he was in the drone industry. And this was probably about four years ago, three years ago. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, really? And um, I've, I've always been somebody who believes in going after technology when it first comes out, even though it's not perfected. And um Drones just kind of caught my attention, and he started to share with me his ideas of what he was doing and I've always been involved in some form of sales or marketing, and I thought, wow, you know that we could you know be you know really in the beginning of this industry, and you know if you if you do it right, you could I think really do well with it so um Got started working with him for about a year, year and a half. Um, didn't really make a lot of money. <laughs> Came to <laughs> find out a little more of his business skills and so forth. But I learned a lot about drones, about doing orthomosaic imagery. Um, you know, just you know, understanding the Part One Hundred Seven, which I ended up taking and, and doing very well on. And uh, kind of then branched into my own uh, business, which happened to ironically coincide with a hurricane. Season down Mm -hmm. here in South Florida, and uh, that really kind (laughs) of no pun intended, but launched my business (laughs) uh, doing inspections uh, for um, post uh, Hurricane Irma storm Mm -hmm. damage, all that. Mm -hmm. But being around somebody. You don't necessarily make money, but you learn. You're kind of like an apprentice. And and I learned about a variety of different equipment. I I learned from a gentleman who was selling uh, uh, the DJI equipment, learned a lot from him. And, uh, you know, you just, you you learn. Every time you fly a drone is a learning experience, (laughs) mostly good, a few bad, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. We can talk about that later too. And, um, but you know, it's, it's, I always look at, you know, this is a great experience because you're always learning something new. There's never a dull moment. Uh, to me, flying a drone is somewhere between super excited and terrified. <laughs> so
0: oh, awesome. Um, now, real quick question on, I don't want to get too deep into it just yet cause we'll talk more about it later. But when you're doing, uh, that post, um, post-hurricane inspection work, were you doing mostly things for insurance companies at that point?
1: No, because insurance companies, like many industries, they know that drones exist, but they don't know how it can benefit them. In fact, what I always tell people is they don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. And the best analogy is when the fax machine came out many years ago. If some of you don't know what a fax machine is, look it up online. But years ago, fax machines came out, and I had the owner of uh, of a construction company tell me, he said, when they first came out, the owner, did not want anything to do with it. He says a year later, they were faxing their own bids back and forth. So technology, especially for those of us that embrace it, we're all excited, gung-ho. We want to go out and and tell everybody and, and show them how great it is. But unfortunately, it does take time for people to embrace it and to understand it. And one of the most important things I will share with you, and by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, please take notes because you're going to get some some gems here today. And and whenever you take (laughs) notes, you can go back or listen to it again. But your job is going to be more on educating than actually flying a drone. You need to become a master educator and someone who can explain whatever industry vertical market you're going into. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to explain what's in it for me. Why do I need this technology? How is it going to make my life better? We understand it as pilots, and we learn it more and more every day. We learn new applications, and we read about them. But the bottom line is you've got to become good at educating people and making it simple. Don't get complicated. Most people just, you know, if you, you, explain the simple aspect of how this can help them on their job or business or whatever, um, that's where you're going to gain customers.
0: Right. To keep it simple, stupid, uh, yep. Montreal, true. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's great. Um, so, so you got, you got started doing, um, some, so, so who, I guess, who were your clients then, uh, when you're doing the hurricane work?
1: Well, I started out with a Phantom 3, um, and it wasn't even an advanced one or anything, just a basic Phantom 3, but I understood uh, orthomosaic imagery. And um, I'd been flying enough, I'd already had, you know, one drone stuck in the tree, and another one I whacked it into a wall as a friend's and broke off the camera <laughs> oh, no. and again you do these things and you know one of the things you want to learn when you fly a drone is don't do it where there's a lot of trees <laughs> number yeah. one oh, go yeah. to an open area
0: oh yeah and, learned that too
1: and 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 don't get crazy with it learn the basics before you start trying to get fancy because things can happen but you know again these are all learning lessons and uh i literally started in my own community um where I live and I, I told the, the manager here and she's like, oh well, yeah, go ahead. You know, what, what, you, what would you charge for it? And I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I gonna figure this out? What am I gonna charge? And, um, and then she said, and, and could you also, you know, do some pictures of the pool project, you know, before and after. I'm like, okay, so I came up with a number. In fact, I think she maybe even suggested a number. She said like a thousand dollars. And I said, no, not that much. And actually that's kind of <laughs> how I came up with a per acre uh, rate for doing uh, orthomosaic imagery. Now mm-hmm. I don't always charge that, sometimes I charge less, especially when you start doing 100 acres because that can get very expensive. But mm-hmm. um, I, I flew and I had a visual observer with me, a kind of a partner and uh you know flew that and then i literally went down the street and knocked on the doors of the managers of these other buildings and got in to a couple of them did some research online and one called another and told another told another i mean i had one office i had like four different uh associations that wanted to hire me and all of a sudden I was busy and then I started calling up other associations, what we call communi- uh, CAMS or Community Association Managers, mm-hmm. uh, you know just googling names and stuff and um, you know just through blunt force of picking up the phone and calling people or driving by and you know with some feeble marketing material at that time started um, you know sharing what I can do and the thing that I sold there was anybody knows in South Florida you can't get a roofer to come out and inspect your association buildings for usually 2 to 3 months and if they do come out they want a contract. The same time let's say you have 20 buildings on your site. You don't want to send your maintenance guy up there to walk around and see what kind of structural damage there is because the potential for him to break a leg, fall off and let alone try and take pictures is ridiculous. So when I explained that I could fly a location, you know, 20 acres and 30 minutes, and in 24 hours I could give them detailed pictures of what was the damage on the rooftops, they mm-hmm. got excited. And without exception, David, every time I went and hand-delivered the, the results via thumb drive, um, and I, I was shooting orthomosaics, and I was still in the beginning stages, but you know, it was still very good they all went, "Wow!" They were blown away because I showed them how they could literally use the snipping tool on a Windows PC and take each individual roof, mark up where the damage is, but they could more importantly see which one needed immediate attention where they might want to throw a tarp on and which roofs didn't need any attention. And this is important because after storms it usually rains and so water intrusion would further damage, do damage to the building. And that was one of the best things that could happen, and and this was even months after the storm because, um, again, you know, them getting roofers out there was not very easy. Um, You know, this this time I'm now trying to get ahead of that, so what I'm selling is the before and after, so they can do a comparison and show insurance. And uh, some insurance companies are beginning to get into it, but, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just giving an insurance person a drone is not the best way to do things.
0: Right now, just for some clarity, when you said you know you went to these community managers, what kind of communities are these? Are these like uh, like mobile home parks, or are these like regular homes, or these office buildings? What kind of buildings are? Okay, these,
1: these are uh, these are basically um, community associations that have condos. Like I live in a three story oh. condo. Gotcha. Um Most of them are two or three story. They could be townhomes. They could be single family homes. Um,
0: And they're uh, responsible for the upkeep of like the, the roof and the outer part of the building.
1: Well, the community association manager, and again, look up CAM. Uh, what they do is they work with the HOAs, the home homeowners association board, mm-hmm. and what they do is they manage everything from you know the maintenance and the landscaping to the collecting of the fees and how things are paid out, security, uh, the grounds, if there's you know roofing damage, if there's other things. Now. You know, if a condo is owned by somebody, then that's the responsibility of the owner. But mm-hmm. in the common area, that's all done by gotcha. the managers. And gotcha. in the state of Florida, it's it's a huge business. And I'm sure, sure in other states, it's, you know, same thing.
0: That makes sense. Yeah, I was just trying to um, think about it as far as their incentive for wanting to get these these reports. But yeah, that makes sense if they're responsible for the condition of the roof in, in some of those other mm-hmm. common areas. That's awesome. So you just, you know, and I think that's one thing that a lot of people <laughs> take for granted is... Uh, the um you know sometimes you just have to not be shy go out there and just start talking to people and ask people you know you got to find where the needs are and how you can help and then just start calling people up knocking on doors you know i think a lot of people are kind of yeah i think some people are timid at first because they're maybe they're not clear on what value they're bringing to the table you know Mm -hmm. but um but no it's on go
1: ahead No, I was going to say, let me address that because I've been in in some form of sales or marketing all my life. So I can talk to anyone, anywhere, anytime. I can walk up to anybody cold. I can stand in a room with a thousand people and start talking to them. No big deal. But for those of you that are, are seriously looking at this business, if you're a shy, introverted person, you're going to have to change that because this business requires you to go out there and talk. But here's the thing. If you were educating yourself on on drone technology and what they're capable of doing, and you can get a few neat stories under your belt, people are going to be interested in this. Mm -hmm. Um, I just did a class the other day. uh, I'll get into that later, but a, a continuing education class that I got certified for. Um, I do it for breakfasts, lunches, and then other things. It's a one-hour class on drones. It's it's everything you never knew you always wanted to know about drones. I say that jokingly. And I tell everyone, I said, you're going to know more than 99% of the people on Earth about drones. But because it's very visual and I show them all kinds of neat things and stuff, they are literally blown away. This is you know if you're going out there and selling insurance or credit card processing you're going to get beat up but when i go out there and talk to people about drones and specifically what it can do for them give you a real good example david um i've expanded into the high-rise the luxury high-rise doing inspections because Mm -hmm. every seven years a high-rise gets a paint job and typically they'll go out and quote a paint job for a quarter of a million dollars and once they start painting and they get up there and they see the damage and all that it, it could double or triple in price And I'm like, well, geez, why not inspect the building every couple of years, you know, take some HD photos, some 4K video, you know, just go up and down, up and down, up and down, obviously get some roof shots of their chillers and AC equipment and all that. Well, I made phone calls um, to a list that I got for this one area. And I mean, knock me over with a feather. I have never had so much positive, open-minded people. I had meetings set up left and right, and I can honestly say since um, I started that in September of last year, I've done at least $10,000 in business just in that segment Mm. alone. And it's just opening up, and and now I'm beginning to get traction because people are referring me, people. And and an average job that I do for a high-rise, on the low end, if I'm just doing a... uh, a little three minute video just to show off their, their just building. Like the promo and, video
0: basically.
1: And, yeah. Just kind of a, yeah, kind of a, yeah, like a marketing video or whatever, but sure. you know, let's say I do a point of interest, do some high rise, low, rise You know, high rise up low, right. Um, low shots, stuff like that. A little bit of editing, you know, less than an hour, you know, low end probably $650. Mm-hmm. Um, on the high end, I'm could be anywhere between a thousand to $2,000 because some of these buildings are big. Some of mm-hmm. them have more than one building. Um, there's money to be made there. You've got to be licensed. You've got to have your insurance. You've got to have your ducks in a row. And I go in and, and, and meet with these people, and I flip open my laptop and i just show them examples of what i've done for other people and how we've found problems on like 18th floors and 16th floors places that nobody would ever see right and these are multimillion dollar condos where people pay literally on the low end 2 million on up to 25 million Ooh. to live in these places so wow. what's a 1000 2000 to them it's right. nothing
0: right Wow.
1: So that's well, just another vertical market to to you know that you could look into. And again, it depends on where you live and what your market is. You have to yeah, determine, sure. you know, sure, sure. that sort of thing.
0: And and another thing, it's, it's interesting that you're saying this. You know, there's people are coming up with different uses for drones all the time. I feel like you know. So I mean, inspection is not nothing super new with drones, but just the way you're applying specific inspections or you're seeing opportunities that oh, I know this building has to be repainted or they find these issues, you know, when you find these little problem points, and then, like you said, you're educating people, Hey, here's how these drones can help you save a bunch of money and, and heartache. And, um, we've talked to other people too, where, you know, once you get in and you just start talking to people, you're able to kind of see more of the issues and problems. And then your brain starts, you know, moving and thinking about how you can I can help and, and solve that for them, so.
1: Right, um, well, it's, it's, it's like you just said, solving. We're, we're here to solve problems. So you find a problem, and you find, find problems by going out and talking to people. And I always tell people, look, the drone is just the vehicle. It right. could be a big drone, small drone, it could be this drone, that drone. Um, you know, a lot of great drones out there take super good photos, but, you know, just because you go out to buy Best Buy or somewhere online and buy a drone does not make you a business, <laughs> Right. okay? Right. <laughs> you need to solve problems. You need to be a business person about it. You need to, you know, you know every, everything from being incorporated and having a business bank account and, and managing, you know, and, and writing invoices for customers, those are things you need to learn how to do. But you can do that, but you need to be able to go out there and as a business say, okay, I understand these are some challenges and problems you have. And, and see, the drone allows us to get into places that we never could before, or let's say they used to use, like on construction sites, helicopters were used for taking updated photos. But most of them are from so far away, there's no real super close-up high-quality that's another area that I thought would, would be very, very good. And, and mm-hmm. construction, to me, is still far behind. They still have not fully embraced what's what the potential is with the drone. Mm-hmm. But solve problems. Find out the problem. Find the pain. And then you come in and you talk to them about solving that problem with them. And I'm telling you, if you find the right problem and the drone can solve it, they're going to be all ears. There There's going to be very – I have not had any negativity or anybody get get annoyed with me. And, and going to talk to them, whether it's on the phone, in person, at a networking event, nothing. That's the beauty of this. So even if you are shy, now's the time to go talk to people because they're open.
0: It's yeah, and good- I, I think that's good for people to hear too because I think a lot of people, you know, you're afraid of, oh, what if I look stupid or someone says no, you know. So I think that's, that's good for people to hear that that you're no, finding you a lot You won't
1: look stupid because you know more about, listen, even if you've studied drones for one day, you'll know more than <laughs> 99% of the people out there. So learn about it, and believe me, you get a couple stories there, and you'll wow them. And if you've got some pictures and things you can show or videos, it doesn't take much to impress people. And you can't, be, you can't BS them, but if you really are passionate about what you, you're doing here, you really believe in it, you've, you've figured out two or three vertical markets to go after, people are going to listen. And, mm-hmm. and it's going to take time. it, it, you know, it's going to take at least a year or two, you know, I'm seeing what's happening after a year and going into my second year and, you know, momentum is beginning to pick up, but, uh,
0: yeah. So uh, I was going to ask you, um, you know, you talked about, you know, you were getting started and it was a lot of learning at first. And, and as you're getting into these, uh, areas where you're at first, you're, you're kind of doing the, doing the hard work of, you know, chasing down leads and talking to people. But then once you get in the door, referrals start coming in. Um, which about this, like, if you were to, to go back from the start and say, all right, here's a really good way to get clients, or I guess what you know now, um, mm-hmm. you know, do you have any um, more advice there on, like, if you were to do this over and you had a specific strategy for getting clients, would you do it the same exact way or would you kind of switch it up from what you had been doing?
1: I would still do the same exact way. And, and what I mean by that is... Um, You need to get involved in networking organizations specific to a particular area you want to focus on. Mm -hmm. So, for example, CAI is a nationwide organization, uh, Community Association Institute, and they have things all over the place. and I just did a local story in their local magazine for the local chapter here oh, cool. in uh, this area of Florida, yeah. And I talked about, you know, why you need to start budgeting for drone services um, because, you know, where we have hurricanes, they're going to need it afterwards, And but they should be thinking about doing it beforehand because you really should start documenting now that it's not that expensive. You should start documenting, you know, the, the properties that you manage, whether it's a high rise or a, or a hundred acre low rise. Like I've got a meeting uh, that I just set today with a lady who's got 116 acres and, um, you know, the, the, the charge is going to come out to less than $5 a family to get Uh, you know, unbelievable orthomosaic, you know, detailed imagery. And even if they did that twice a year, or once every year, that's nothing for the value they're going to get. So organizations, um, I'm a big believer in construction. That one takes time uh, there. What I needed to do, Dave, is I had to do some free flying. I had to basically get some you know, I had to get some pictures and some videos and some orthos and kind of do some stuff for free. And and don't feel bad in the beginning if you do if you do offer to do stuff for free. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in giving away my services because typically today I charge on an hourly basis anywhere between two hundred and fifty and almost four hundred dollars an hour, mm-hmm. depending on what I do. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean I always get that. Okay, sure. but that's kind of where I put my price points at. And you know, sometimes if I'm doing a lot of editing, I charge a hundred dollars an hour to edit it um, video but um a lot of that, I have to thank Alex, uh, <laughs> who, who I've learned a lot from. Good, uh, you know, kudos to that man. He is funny, but he knows his stuff, and he he zeroes it down. So, if you guys have not signed up for his training, be it the video uh, editing that, that, or the uh, photo editing, yeah, yeah, and and you didn't pay me to plug that, and he didn't pay <laughs> me to plug that. I'm just telling you, it's good because I came from nowhere. <laughs> I mean, no, I remember good. one time it took me seven hours to edit three minutes in video and i finally got a good computer and figured out what the heck i was doing and uh and all that but uh
0: i'm glad you uh, i'm glad i'm glad you like the course
1: yeah you there
0: Uh, yeah yeah i'm I'm here okay go go ahead okay
1: Yeah. So anyway, so like construction is is a big area and, you know, I've done some orthomosaic stuff for them. They kind of get it, but, uh, uh, the updated photos and videos. And what I do is I edit the videos to anywhere between four to six minutes. Some of these sites are 30, 40 acres large. And Mm. I put, uh, you know, music to it as well. And, uh, you know, and they love it. And, uh, it's, it's, it's really important because they're showing the owners of these projects, the people who are actually spending the tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars. And they like this kind of stuff, um, to see it and and with a joy, with a, with a, um, with a uh, drone, you can obviously get, you know, some pretty nice tight shots, you know, not what they were used to with a helicopter. Right. So if, if you're going to do construction, go call in some construction companies, talk to some project managers, talk to their, um, the people that do their, their budgeting and their estimating. Um, whatever it is, like I said, you know, go find those people and, and literally just you know start calling them or or if you're not really good on the phone show up in person um you know try and have some materials a little bit about your business uh you know and, and understand in the beginning it's not going to be the most perfect thing it, it it'll really? feel awkward but again you we don't have a lot of competition right now because there's not a lot of people doing this so yeah,
0: and it's funny you say that because you know you sometimes you hear if you're looking around on Facebook where it's that's everybody's favorite place to complain, you see a lot of people mm-hmm. saying oh it's it's oversaturated, and oh, there's no work and and you know you see a lot of complaining, but then I talk to people, and you know they're they're making good money and they know what they're doing. But the people who are are successful are the ones who have taken initiative to go actually, like we were talking about earlier learn some skills that help people solve some problems. People just assume, oh, if I can spend $1,000 or 1,500 bucks on a Mavic or Mavic 2, uh, mm-hmm. I should be able to go out and just everybody should be clamoring for my, you know, unique skills mm-hmm. to <laughs> put a, you know, drone that essentially flies itself in the air. Uh, but really, I mean, it comes down to all the other stuff you learned, right? How to make the orthomosaic maps, how to do the editing, how to, you know, do, pitch someone on an idea or approach someone, like that's the stuff is the reason, in my opinion, and I don't know if you agree, but that's why you're, you know, having things that are
1: very important. If first of all, if you're going to do this as a business, then do not treat it as a hobby. Right. You know, if you have the funds uh, that you can live on, where you can focus on this for six months, really hard, um, and be willing to put in, you know, ten to twelve hour days. Be willing to go out and and meet people over a cup of coffee or go to their office, things like that. But here's the important thing: if you're going to run it as a business. You need to show the people that you're running it as a business because if you don't, if they think you're just some kid or somebody who just, like you said, bought a Mavic or Mavic 2 or whatever, um, that's going to come across. So here's some important things. Come up with a business name. Incorporate, S-Corp, C-Corp, LLC. Open up a bank account. Uh, Use Quicken, you know, to manage that. You know, you don't mix private, you know, personal with, with business. Next, you know, come up with a website. Now, I created a website, nothing fancy, but you know, something basic. I did a little bit with social media, some Facebook and LinkedIn and YouTube channel, which. YouTube's been kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have a good computer because you're going to have to, if you're, if you're doing editing, if you're not, then but still make sure you've got, you know, a lot of RAM, a lot of hard drive space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get good at using things like uh, uh, Office, which has Outlook, Excel, PowerPoint, Microsoft Word. I create documents on Word. I save them as PDFs. I use Outlook for scheduling and, and managing all of my contacts. There's other things out there. PowerPoint, I create PowerPoint presentations that I can show, I can put them on a thumb drive and I can pop it into a big TV and show them. Or I can pop it into my laptop, doesn't matter. Um, Dropbox for sharing files, because you know, these things can get pretty big. But you know, as, from a marketing standpoint, you also gotta have things like a logo brochures, business cards, you know, some, some magnet signs for the side of your car, a name tag if you're going to, to events, and even um, shirts with your, your logo and stuff on, or a cap, or something like that. You want to brand yourself, and that's the other thing is, you know, what are you doing to brand yourself? You, you can't just show up and say, I got a drone. Who are you? What do you represent? The thing that I represent to my, my people is that I'm professional, I am licensed and I am insured. And I tell them point blank in each of my presentations, if somebody comes to you and wants to fly a drone and they're not licensed, run, don't walk. And if they're not insured, <laughs> run faster. <laughs> because that means they're not, they're not serious about the business. Right. For a million dollars of insurance for flying a drone, it's gonna run you about five to $600. And Damn if you man. can't afford that, you shouldn't be in business. Mm-hmm. You've got to have that kind of insurance specific, and that's not actually expensive. That's actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, because that's over these are 12 months, months you know, usually, so, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, these are some of the basic things. If you're going to run it like a business, then you need to create a business. If you never created a business before, it'll you know, maybe be a little bit more challenging, but um, you know, I always ask ask the question. You know, why? Why are you in this business? There's a great book by Simon Sinek. Start with why. Mm-hmm. The most successful businesses out there have a big why behind them. You know, if you take Apple, for example, there's a why behind what they do, the way they do it. You know, for me. It's the sharing and the educating of people on how this technology can change their life, and it's literally getting them to go wow, or, or seeing their eyes pop when they suddenly see wow, that can really help me manage this property, or that can help me, you know, show the owners of this construction site, you know, what what's going on. Or again, there's so many different things out there, but you know, that's another thing. Why are you doing this?
0: Yeah. No, I think, oh, gosh, all that advice is awesome. You're right; people should be taking notes, and we will, <laughs> <laughs> and we will have, I will, when we when this goes live, we'll have um, you know show notes where people can uh, can reference different things. Um, exactly, uh, but man. Well, I only have one more question for you, and that's just, okay. and we might have already kind of covered it, but, um, but what uh, what would you say is your favorite part about having uh, your own drone business in flying drone?
1: Well, my favorite part is that no two days are the same every day is a little different and uh since i've been self-employed most of my adult life i i can't do the same thing over and over again if you put me in a in a factory to make widgets uh, and i had to do the same thing for eight hours a day five days a week 50 weeks a year i'd probably kill myself yeah. um but uh it's the fact that you know every day is different um yeah. i mean today i i've set up three meetings with people for this Thursday, I've got a meeting or a presentation in about a month in front of a group of 50 people for a 115 acre site. Um, yeah. And, And, and this is not to, to, to brag, but, I'm just going to kind of share with you some of the jobs because I have a big whiteboard in my office, and yeah, I have a separate room in my home. I have a separate room for home office. This is not to brag, but you know, David asked me to share some numbers. I'm not going to tell you exactly what I'm doing with these buildings, but most of these are inspections, and some of them are, are updates and things like that. But just within the last two months, I've got uh, $935, $1,800, $650, $550, $1,200, $1,925, 650 400 250 and then I'm doing a favor for a lady that showed up at a presentation I gave and just doing some quick shots of her roof. I don't really do real estate type stuff, but for $200, it's going to cost me a half hour worth of time. Mm. But those numbers I gave you, that's over the last couple of months. And I'm not saying all my months are like that, but my business has been building. So this year, mm-hmm. you know, January, I was, you know, pedal to the metal, making phone calls, getting out there and um and like I said, you know, things are beginning to take off. I, I, I monitor my sales every month and I do this on a spreadsheet. I compare it versus a year ago where I was and I'm, you know, always looking for the growth. And and listen, I've had months where I've made nothing. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, It doesn't happen often because now I have a couple of regular customers where I get some basic money. Um, You know, and, and I'm not to the point where I would say I'm super successful yet. I'm successful and I've created informed it and we're we're moving in the right direction but it i have to keep doing what i do every day which is you know following up with phone calls sending material out doing presentations flying getting the data to people editing all of that so every every day it's doing a little bit but you know what do i like about it it's it's fun i mean you know sometimes when you're flying it gets a little unnerving Uh, you know, but, uh, it's, it's still, it's, it's fun. And, uh, but you know, flying the drone is, is, is really a small part of it. It's, it's a very small part, you know, most of the time is spent, uh, on the phone, on the computer, sending emails, sending invoices, uh, making deposits. That's always a good thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, the one thing I think is important just to take away from what you're, all the stuff you're saying right now, is just a lot of people just, I know from just talking to all different folks who've, uh, you know, or on our email list or who've taken our, some of our courses, but they just want to know, is it possible? Like if I put in the work, uh, is it possible for me to make money doing this? Because you know, people don't, they don't want to waste their time, right? If I'm barking up the wrong tree right. and to waste my time, I don't want to do that. And that's one of everybody's biggest fears is, is putting in all this effort and not getting anything out of it. And you know, I think, like you said, you, uh, there's obvious uh, work up front and you have to keep at it. But I think mm-hmm. the biggest thing for people to take away is yes, it is possible. I mean, you're
1: proving it. Oh, yeah. Other
0: people are, are proof of it,
1: but you're not going to, you're not going to get rich your first year and maybe not your second year and maybe not even your third year. But if you're in it to get rich, then I, I say you should do something else, right. build your business. You know, my goal is to have at least, you know, one full-time person within the next six months, meaning that I have enough work that I can you know afford to pay somebody else to start doing some of the flights and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I do want to build a, a larger business with this, but I'm I'm learning to be an expert in in a few particular areas. I'm not spreading myself too thin. I'm not trying to do real estate. I'm not trying to do um, you know utility infrastructure inspection right. things Hope like that. There's so many different areas. You know, you just got to you know pick one or two, maybe three. And you got to stick with it and understand it's like, you know, planting an apple seed. You know, you, you, you put the seed in, don't think in six months you're going to be, you know, selling apples. It, it, it'll maybe mm-hmm. take a year or two and then all of a sudden you have a tree with multiple apples and you can sell all those apples. But you're going to be doing a lot of work in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And um, but the good thing is, you know, you, you can charge, you know, your confidence in yourself, your belief in, in yourself is important. Remember, you can always come down in price. And if you think you need to compete on price, you're totally, totally wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're flying a drone, first of all, you have a specialized skill. If you know how to do orthomosaics, you've got an even more specialized skill. If you know how to edit videos, you know, like Alex, you've got a really specialized skill. You can combine these things. You can command a a pretty decent, you know… Penny, if you will, um, for what you do, and um, that's another thing. You know, I feel confident that I can charge this because I know I'm going to give them at least that in value, if not more. My goal is always to over, is to under promise and over deliver. So whatever I do for a client, you know, sometimes I'll do an extra short little video, or you know, they want 20 photos and I'll give them 30 photos. I always give people more than what I told them I was going to do or whatever we agreed to. That's another thing. Let mm. them know that you're a generous person yeah. and that you're willing to go above and beyond, you know, just what you said, you're going to you give them a little bit more. Yeah, those I like things that. I think yeah, those things I think, you know, help separate yourself. You know, you're going to brand yourself. What are they going to remember when they say, "Oh, David the drone pilot?" you know mm-hmm. was he professional was he branded you know did he dress nice did he have business cards you know uh, you know was was he you know nice you know did he follow up when he said he was going to follow up and you know make the phone call and you know little things like that matter mm-hmm. and if you had a business before you know you you probably have a a much better chance of being successful but you know bottom line yes there is money to be made we are still in the very beginning infancy stage here don't let anybody out there Tell you otherwise. <laughs> Find your niche and and realize that there's going to be be people that come in and try it, and after a month they're going to quit, and six months right. they're going to quit. If you got to determine, are you going to be that person? Because it's it's not crowded right now, and even if there were another ten people in my in in this area where I live, there's still so much work that needs to be done. And and again, it goes back to educating. You've got to educate people. Yep. Don't sell them. Educate them.
0: Yep, I love it, man. Such a good podcast. So much good information. Um, Well, (laughs) yeah, I won't keep any more. I mean, that's, those are, those are my questions. And you've, you've even gone above and beyond on the podcast with uh, giving us good information. So, uh, Bill, I really appreciate it before we go. Um, where's the best place, uh, for someone to reach you if, uh, if they want to, Get in touch to you, use your website or social media, something like that. What's the best place for people to? Okay,
1: well, they can go to eagleeyesuas dot com, eagleeyesuas dot com, or um, that's my website. And if you go to YouTube, you can also uh, just um, you know under YouTube put in eagle eyes uas, and that should bring up my channel. But uh, you could email me at bill at eagleeyesuas dot com and i'd be happy to answer any kinds of questions or things like that if if you know you're really looking for some formal coaching we can figure that out too but you know if you want some you know basic i you know, basic feedback um have some some questions things like that you know i believe in the industry so that's why i want to see other pilots uh successful and it's why i also if i see people flying that are not licensed and doing it in the wrong way i'm not shy about reporting them either because this is my industry that I'm, <laughs> yeah, you know, right. wanting to protect, Absolutely. so, but um, yeah, check me out, EagleEyes, wow. a bunch of stuff there, you know, it's not the best website, it's not the worst, it's just <laughs> who I am, And, it's up but, and it works. Uh, but it works, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I'm not getting a lot of business off of the website, but, you know, in today's society, it'd be like having a business 20, 30 years ago and not being in the yellow pages, you you just have to be there. And it is a place where people go to see stuff. And I I post quite a bit up there and on my Facebook as well. But, um, you know, most of it is going out there and, and, uh, you know, shaking hands, talking to people, presenting Mm -hmm. stuff, educating, asking questions, all that stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll have, um, all those things you mentioned, your website and, uh, in your email, we'll put those in the notes as well. If people want to get in touch with you there. Um, All right. Well, Bill, thank you so much again. I really appreciate it. Uh, You gave tons and tons of awesome info, and I know everybody that listens to this uh, will have enjoyed it as well. So I thank you again.
1: Well, it was my pleasure to to share, and again, thank you for... Putting Alex in your uh, in your uh, uh, <laughs> in your cadre of uh, support tools for us, I think he's he, he's been one of the the best things that I've actually seen from uh, you know from a teaching standpoint. And awesome. uh, so you know you're doing a great job of of giving valuable information to people, and you know continue doing what you're doing. I think this is a great idea. Getting a variety of different you know people who've done the business and are getting results. I mean, I'm going to listen to all of them as well because you know you only need one good idea to to spark right. a revolution. So. I'm sure there's some great ideas out there from other folks, too, so I'm looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, well, no, that's that's awesome to hear. Okay, well, thanks, Bill, and uh, take care. All right, I hope you enjoyed that podcast with Bill Holderby of Eagle Eyes UAS. Uh, If you are looking for his contact info, uh, he gave it in the show, but we'll also have it in the show notes to this podcast. Uh, or you can go on dronelaunchacademy.com, find our podcast, and it should be there. Uh, also, we'll have a list of all of our courses there. I know Bill and I talked about some of those in the podcast. Uh, we have the Aerial Video A to Z course, which gives you everything you need to know about shooting, editing, and profiting with aerial video. We also have a similar course for drone photography called uh, Aerial Photo Pro. So you can check those out. Also, like always, we have the part 107 exam prep course and a special discount for podcast listeners with promo code podcast 50. So check those out if you want. Also, if you are enjoying this podcast, we would love it if you leave us a review at iTunes. That really helps our podcast get seen by more people uh, and helps boost it so that more people can hear about others starting drone businesses and can be inspired as well. So if you want to go over there, Give us feedback, leave a review uh, if you like the podcast and let us know what you think. All right, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for another great interview with another drone entrepreneur. We'll see you then.